This is Valerie Van Boeven with the Senior Care Industry Netcast, where leaders with three or more years of experience in the senior care market share their advice. So let's get to it. In a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. Well, hi, Valerie. My name is Bobby Crocker, and I work with Adara Home Health here in Minnesota. Thank you for having me. Um, Adara Home Health is a Medicare certified home health agency. We are family owned, uh, been in business since 1989. And our leadership is made up of all RNs, which is something that you don't usually find in, in a home health care agency. Um, we serve 60 of the 87 counties in Minnesota, so approximately the bottom two thirds. Um, my role is that of my title is customer relations manager. And what it basically is, is a liaison. My um, my purpose is to help connect individuals with home health and home care services within their community. Um, and so I work with hospitals and short-term stay units, um, assisted livings, and, and right within the community. So that's a little bit about me. Well, that's awesome. And serving that many counties is a huge job. So yes. are you the only one or for to serve all the counties? Are you the, are you the, the one? I am not. Um, there is no way, no way I could take care of that. Um, right now, I, I am wearing um, the hat of two CRMs. I have two branches. Um, and so all in all, I serve about 14, 15 of those counties. But um, and my branches are Hutchinson, Granite Falls. But we also have branches in Mankato, Rochester, Mendota Heights, Blaine, St. Cloud and Buffalo. So it's it's pretty expansive, obviously, to cover 60 of 87 counties. Yes, very much so. Um, so yeah, and even 15 counties, to be honest with you, that's a big territory. It is. So that's great, though. And I'm sure that, uh, you know, you have, you're out there, you're seeing folks. Um, I, we're going to get to pandemic stuff in a minute. We're going <laughs> to talk about marketing in, in a pandemic in just a second. What is the best thing about serving aging adults? I don't even have to think twice about that, Valerie. The best thing is being able to help them um, remain as autonomous as possible and and within the place that they call their home. You know, a lot of people think that, um, you know, when they're calling their home, it's it's a single family structure. It is, it is not always that. It's an independent living. It's an assisted living, um, you know, some time of a communal, a communal living space. Um, and, and helping them uh, be able to stay in that environment for as long as possible um, with the main goal of their safety, of course, is, is just the greatest thing of all. I mean, the, the looks on their face when, when they're getting just that little bit of help that they need, you know, whether it be laundry or, you know, setting up their medications, um, therapies, it, any number of things. It just, it, it couldn't be any more rewarding than that. Oh, absolutely. I know. I mean, and it, you're right. It doesn't have to be much. A conversation is sometimes all somebody needs to have a much brighter day. Um, so you're right. It, it, it's so rewarding. And I'm so glad that you guys are family owned and operated and serves 60 of 83 counties. I mean, that is a huge organization to still have and, and all RN, you know, operated and all that stuff. 
that's a big organization uh, to have family owned and operated, but that's to me, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and it, it, because this is such a personal business and I know that the folks that own, uh, own Adara are, are very much personal people and this is why they got into this business. So let's talk about leaders and organizations. I would imagine that in your lifetime and in your career, uh, you have run into organizations and leaders that have really meant a lot to you that you think have done a really good job in your areas. Who are those people or those organizations? Yeah, thank you for, for bringing that up because there, there are quite a few. Um, some of them or one of them that I work very closely with and I know that my counterparts are, are now starting to work uh, more closely with are the area agencies on aging. Um, I work with the Minnesota River Area Agency on Aging you know, within my counties, um, but there are several throughout the state and they're phenomenal. They are um, with the Minnesota Department of Health and so they provide so many different programs, um, you know, with, with senior linkage line and, and, you know, Meals on Wheels and there's all sorts of resources. Um, and um, some of the gals that I connect with have just been of tremendous help in, in helping our staff, our, our field staff that see a need in, you know, greater Minnesota, um, you know, for food, for transportation, for things like that. Um, they have just been so instrumental in, in, in helping us line that up. So they are, they are one of my very favorite organizations. And um, thank you, MDH, for, you know, funding them and, and, you know, providing these services. They're just, they're fabulous. Um, we also work with a lot of the private duty um, home care agencies. Now, the difference between home health and home care, I should probably clarify for anyone that may not know that. Uh, home health is actually hands-on care. So we do provide the nursing, the therapy, um, home health aids to assist, you know, with, with um activities of daily living and such. Um, now, while a uh, home care agency can also assist with those activities of daily living, um, they are not in a qualified position to actually perform hands-on care. They can observe, you know, a, a client or an individual um, performing these activities, but they are, they are not able to actually help them with them. So, um, so we do work with a lot of, of private duty agencies, home care agencies. We also work with a fabulous group of uh, hospice providers. And one that we do work in partnership with a great deal is St. Croix Hospice. And they are located, I believe, in three states. Uh, it may be more. I, you know, I don't want to speak out of turn here. Um, but they are all over Minnesota, and they are just absolutely fabulous at, at what they do. So we really appreciate them. So those are, you know, a few of the, the biggies that I work with. Yeah, uh, uh, hospice is, you know, ha integrating hospice and home care and home health care is an amazing service. Uh, when people are able to access those hospice benefits, I mean, I know it's a rough time. But it's amazing what hospice, how hospice serves us. And when, when a home health care agency partners with and works with a hospice, it makes it so much nicer, too. Uh, it, it's a great partnership. Yeah. It really does. It really does. And I think, you know, the word hospice is very scary to a lot of people. And I think one of the things um, that St. Croix Hospice does so very, very well 
is make that word not as scary. You know, they use transitions. They use different words for that. So very much appreciated. Absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't have to be scary if, if yeah, you're right. We can, we could talk, all, I could talk all day about that, but you're right. Um, but I'm glad you, that you pointed them out and also Area Agency on Aging. No matter where you go, um, usually there is some area agency on aging. Everybody's a little bit different county by county and state by state, but they are a wealth of resources and the social workers and the, the um, just the people that work there, they pretty much know everything that's available. So yeah. <laughs> yes, they do. I mean, I, you know, I just cannot even believe the wealth of knowledge that comes out of those agencies. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that's awesome. All right, so let's talk about marketing. The last 18 to 24 months has been tough on everybody. We all know it's because of COVID, basically. So um, some states are wide open. Some states have been very closed. I'm not sure where Minnesota is. I don't know where you guys are, but I would say that things, and of course, I've said this for like the last year. I see the light at the end of the tunnel. So, um, yeah. So anyway, but I do think that things are starting to ease up a little bit. Not every assisted living is going to invite you in. Uh, There's probably still some rules in place, rightfully so. Um, But how has your marketing changed or what have you been able to do differently in the last 18 to 24 months? Well, Valerie, I've gotten very good with email cadences and on the telephone, as has everyone else, I'm sure. Um, yeah, when it, when all of this first started, it was a total about face for me. I have never done any inside uh, sales and marketing whatsoever. And so, you know, in order, it, it took a while, you know, to get to get my groove pretty much in undoing that. Um, but the, the emails were very, very welcomed at, you know, at the onset of this because everyone was so locked down and everything was so uncertain. And so, you know, just just uh, emailing to check on, on my referral sources um, was super important because they, you know, they were right in the heart of things. I mean, I'm, I'm on the periphery. And so being, being able to bring a little bit of information to them about, you know, what we're doing with COVID, how we can help them with COVID, but also on a more personal level, checking on them, checking on their families. There is no one I know um, that has not been affected in some way, shape, or form over this pandemic. And so, you know, I developed a lot, a lot of skills. And um, I won't fool you. I was a little bit nervous about it, uh, but but it worked out well. And you know, we put as a as an agency, there were a lot of programs that were put into play. Um, you know, we did a, a community calls kind of a program where we could do. Um, like closed circuit TV and whatnot through the ALs and, you know, any connection that we could make, we did. And, and so that's, you know, that's kind of where we're at. Now, Minnesota right now, you know, it's, it's kind of a hit or miss. It, it just depends, you know, on, on where the levels are and whatnot and what's happening and in the individual facilities, you know, because we do have some smaller ones up here in, in our rural communities um, that, you know, aren't uh, the same as the big cities. You know, they have different, you know, rules, under 100 employees, that kind of thing. So, you know, it's just we're, we're doing what we can. We're getting out and seeing people whenever we can, and it, it's working out pretty well. Yeah. Good. Now, that's good to know. Yeah, I think things are, are getting a little better, but knowing that we can use technology to um, interface with each other, check on each other, I think um, our marketing did get a lot more personal. Um, for those that we were used to seeing every other week or every month, 
uh, and those faces suddenly disappeared for a long time, you want to know how are things going, not just in your facility, but how are you, your family, you know that they have two kids and you know, school districts. And, uh, you know, so I think marketing got a lot more personal. Well, it did. I mean, we got a little bit more in depth, too, with um, telehealth was something that's always kind of been out there, but it exploded and it needed to. You know, we've got families that can't go in and assist now or, or bring their, their family members um, to the clinics or to the hospitals. Um, we as healthcare providers, our, our staff, our clinical staff is able to go in there and facilitate uh, some of those, you know, telehealth visits and things. And that has just been um, a saving grace. For, for a lot of folks and, and a lot of facilities as well. So that has been something, and I don't think that's something that's ever going to go away. And I'm quite, I'm quite happy about that. Yeah. I was just talking to somebody today about telehealth and how um, remote patient monitoring and virtual caregiving, uh, it, it, what the, if there are any good things, this is a thing that kind of push that to the forefront um, and will become growing. There's going to be more and more competitors in the industry and it's going to become more streamlined and more easy to access for people who've never heard about it or who aren't internet users. There's going to be, there's definitely going to be ways that, that they can participate in that. Uh, so it's, I'm very happy that it's come to the forefront and we were just talking about our rural communities. What a great thing for rural communities who don't make, they may have lack of services in some areas or may lack of transportation or whatever. In those cases, it's great to be able to set them up with some remote uh, monitoring and teach them how to use it. And that way, you know, family, friends, and healthcare providers can see that things are okay or maybe not okay. So yeah. I think this is going to continue to be part of our lives uh, more regularly. All right. What piece of advice would you give to other senior care providers out there? Piece of advice. Um, you have to, after these, these past couple of years, you have to clear your mindset. What used to work, what we used to do, um, how we used to help. That's all changed. The apple cart is just, it's not just upset. There's apples everywhere. And you, you have to um, actually be, be very objective when, when looking at everything and, and be the solution to the problem. It may be a problem that you never had to deal with before, but now here you are. So, you know, make sure that you're really keen and you're not, you're not tunnel vision in, in what you've, you know, done in the past. Um, you know, I'm a little bit older perhaps than some of the, the people that may be watching me. And so, I, you know, I do get set in my ways. Um, and so I've had to be very cognizant of, of how I'm doing things, what I'm doing, and, and not saying, hey, we've never done it that way. I don't know about that. Y you kind of have to try. Yeah. Yeah, you got to try new things all the time. I know that, it, you know, I, I swear that the technology is driving a lot of the differences in how we're delivering care how we're monitoring care, how we're monitoring. Yeah, so uh, there's going to be all kinds of different things that are going to come up. And maybe this isn't the last pandemic we see. Maybe this isn't the last, you know, whatever it is. More, We're going to experience more and more differences over time um, in how we provide care, how people receive care. So it's always good to keep an open mind. Yeah. <laughs> all right. My last question is supposed to be a fun one. When you celebrate... When you celebrate a great day, a great week, a great quarter, a great month, 
or maybe it's a wedding or a birthday in the office or whatever. How do you all like to celebrate? That's changed too, as you well know. You know, we all used to be able to go out after work or, you know, gather and, and have, you know, um, different, you know, large gatherings. So we've had to adapt, but we still gather. We just gather differently and not all at once. We've done a lot of... Um, for, for different like appreciations of, you know, hard work and whatnot, um, some drive-by lunches. And I'll dress up in some goofy costume and stand out the back door and hand them their bag as they drive by, you know, things like that. Um, we've done, you know, some, some virtual events. We've done some challenges. Anything that we can do as a, as a group is how we celebrate. We do a lot of shout outs. Um, you know, we try to do a lot of, um, you know, Facebook shout outs, things like that. Um, naturally, we still would all like to be able to get together and, and do more of that. But since we can't, this is the next best thing. Um, and, and engagement with, with your, you know, with your colleagues, there's nothing better, especially through the past couple of years. So, you know, whatever we can do, we're going to do. That's awesome. Yeah. Celebrating whatever way you can is great. I think the drive-by lunches are a great idea. Oh my goodness. That's fun. Just drive up and grab your bag and go. Sounds good to me. So yeah, I, I think that all of those things are good. We love to celebrate with food. And so I know. So the, the next time we can do a potluck and everybody brings something in, that'll be great. So thank you. Thank you for your advice. Thank you for your time. Yes. And I appreciate everything you guys are doing out there. So I want to thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. I appreciate it.